Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. This is a place for you if you want to learn all the things about hosting a virtual summit. We've hosted and produced countless summits, and we can't wait to share with you all of our biggest secrets. So sit back, grab your favorite drink, and get ready to put on a killer summit experience. Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're chatting all about how to wow your speakers for your virtual summit. So let's dive in. So first up, you want to make sure that everything is like really clean and organized from the very beginning. So this includes when you're initially outreaching to the people or reaching out to the people to be speakers um, with your speaker application, with your speaker information page and your speaker onboarding page. So everything should be really, really clear and, you know, concise, but still very, um, informational because you want to make sure people have all of the details from the get-go. And for my summit recently, and for Lindsay and I summits, we've had people comment on how organized and, um, professional we seemed through just our, our initial outreach email and the like speaker info page and onboarding page and stuff. Um, so I think that's a really important element to have because that sets the tone for a really good experience from the very beginning. So people know the whole time they're going to expect really like great stuff from you because you started off so well. Yeah. And we even got compliments before we've implemented all of these new things like the speaker onboarding page and info page. So it's something we've always really prided ourselves on because you're really type A, <laughs> a people. Um, so we always love hearing that feedback and because it was one of our biggest gripes or whatever, when we would apply to be on a summit or somebody would reach out to be on a summit and it's like, where is all the information I need? Like, and you don't want to have to hunt for this information. You want it right up easy to see. The next one is you want to allow for open communication, you know, at all times. So this, this is kind of twofold. So you want them to feel like they are heard from the beginning that they can ask you any questions. You know, we get questions a lot about the diversity of our summit. So we always want to make sure that that is addressed, um, you know, n- nicely that, that we are open to the question. We're excited to answer, you know, res- respond. It's not a weird it's not a word question. They can basically ask us just about anything about the event. And we want them to feel that way as well as that they can reach out to us at any time during the event and ask us anything as well. And then the other part of that is um, that you want to provide consistent updates throughout the process. And we have gotten better at, at this um, and um Jenny will talk about something later on in the episode as a place that we do provide some of these consistent updates um, outside of just email, but we do email consistently um, reminders to promote when materials are coming to get ready. If materials are coming reminders, if something is missing reminders for their intro interview, all of this stuff, just so they feel in the loop and what we do, which we started um, maybe two or three summits ago is at the end of each summit day, we actually send a wrap up type email to the speakers for that day. And that shares some of our numbers, um, 
any nice comments. I actually think last one of the years, I don't know if this was the last summit, but I think I want to do it again is, um, actually sending individual updates to each speaker each day rather than a group one, because we included screenshots of either emails that were sent to us that people mentioned that theirs was a presentation they couldn't wait to see, or, you know, screenshots from the, the Facebook group or from social media of people sharing or posting about it. So it was more personal. So, and I think this helps them see the results and the impact from the summit because sometimes it's really hard to see and you want them to feel like the the time it took to promote the summit, to record their presentation, to get on that intro interview with you was worth it. Yeah. So another thing that you need to do is get your speakers, their like promotional materials early so that they can get them in their calendar. Your speakers are probably busy. They probably have a lot going on. They have their own lunches. Your summit is not the first thing in mind for them as it shouldn't be because it is not their only thing going on. Um, so making sure you have the materials to them early and just going above and beyond with the materials that you do provide them. So giving them extra swipe copy. Um, I know we like to give a lot of images and a lot of swipe copy and they're able to pick through those. And then we also like to provide a promo calendar as well. So it literally breaks down, like send this, this day, you know, it was just like literally a no brainer. They just have to plug and play basically and add their own little spin on things. And we think that really helps because if you're sending, if you're expecting these people to promote and you send the materials two days before they're supposed to like first promote that adds stress to their plate. So you want to make sure that you are just giving them more time than you even may think they need. Like not too early that it's like, okay, that's like two months away. Why the hell did you send me that? But like early enough so that they have time to plan and get it all scheduled so that they are prepared to promote and help you. And that'll not only will that help them, but it helps you too, because you get it off your plate and you know that these people had everything that they needed to succeed. And you're likely to see much better results than if you're running around with a chicken, like a chicken with your head cut off, like trying to get everyone the materials they need. So. Exactly. And I think this time we also included a little call to action to say, if there's anything missing or you need something unique for your situation, don't hesitate to reach out because we can create something for you. And as Jenny said, a lot of materials is we tend to have two to three color varieties, because in our up-level your biz summit, one of the main colors is pink. We 100% understand that pink does not, especially a brighter pink does not fit in to everybody's Instagram feed or everybody's brand or anything like that. So gray is our other option. And I feel like we still had one other color. I think we do white too. Yeah. I think we do a more white, like yeah, because that can fit on more color. people's feed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, even for my summit lot recently, I had someone just like get rid of the background and they used everything else. So it fit, fit with their feed. So it wasn't like a green image, but it still like fit with their feed and it still showed the branding and whatnot. And they were able to kind of crop it and they didn't even ask me like, Hey, can you provide me something else? They just like made what we provided work or what I provided work. So, mm-hmm. um, I think it's really important to just give people like 
a more neutral option as well. Even if you just do black and white or something, and that's not typically your branding, um, put your logo on it, like a black or white logo or like something. Like a grayscale logo. And that's mm-hmm. more likely. Yeah. That's more likely to fit in people's theme too. Yeah. And I, and I love that, that note. And then Jenny did mention the promo calendar. So we, we actually had always provided some sort of schedule, but I do want to shout out to Eden Freed um, from her Rebel Boss Summit that me and Jenny were just in because we saw her create an air table document that literally reminds them like it was more in a spreadsheet view of when stuff is being sent. And we did that last time. And we're going to continue doing that because that was helpful. So not only was it mapped out on our speaker onboarding page and in our speaker um, promotion center for them. We also now have this Airtable doc. So depending on how they like to look at the information, they can. And what we did was in that Airtable doc literally link to the correct images, like the correct image folder, the correct email doc or the social media doc, whatever. So it was super easy for them. So again, just going above and beyond in the materials that you give them and how you deliver those materials. So they don't have, they don't have to think they're never searching. And then the next part is you want to give them some extra opportunities to promote themselves. And this is one of our favorite things to do. And we first started doing Instagram story take takeovers for speakers. I don't think we had seen anybody do that before. I think we had seen people like Krista of Summit in a Box for her summits provide um, provide attendees with some introduction or sharing Instagram story templates. But I don't think we saw anybody doing like Instagram story takeovers for their summit. Jenny, is that is that correct? It's been a while now. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't think we saw that. I have seen people taking over other people's Instagram, mm-hmm. like their speaker's Instagram to talk about the summit, but not having the summit uh, host Instagram being taken over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's what we decided to do. And we actually have so much fun with this. We provide five prompts and we provide them templates and some of them can be videos. You know, they can do videos or they can do the templates we give them. I think only one of them, which is like a this or that needs to be our template. Everything else they could do like videos if they wanted and they send it in and then we post it on our Instagram for the day. And um, I know we didn't have too many takers last time, but we're hoping to ramp it up again this, this next time. Um, And I think it's just because our last summit was around the election and so many people were so busy. Um, So I'm hoping now people are kind of settled with everything going on and we'll have more speakers interested. Um, But then we post it because we like to focus on one speaker a day who sends us their their stuff. Um, And then some other opportunities to promote themselves. We ask them to join the summit Facebook group and we um, say you guys can totally go live and introduce yourself before the summit starts, you know, start engaging. Um, we actually want them to go live if they're open for it, um, to, to have people excited and to see their faces. Cause we realize that video connects better than text, you know? Um, and then let's see, is there any other stuff we do to give them extra opportunities to promote themselves. Well, I, I will say that allowing them to put a product in our VIP all access pass is another way to promote themselves because they get a little more, um, 
more eyeballs on, on their stuff because we were talking about the Alexis Pass and what's in it. And then we also, um, we didn't do this for the past two summits, but I think before when we didn't have speakers do takeovers, um, for, for some of the speakers who don't turn anything in, we might like introduce them in the Facebook group or on our Instagram stories and talk about like, and share what they're talking about, share if they contributed and like just starting to get them out in the world. And then we also, tried to spend some time on Instagram, like liking and sharing their stuff leading up to the summit, you know, as well, just so our audience and everybody starts to see them and recognize them and get excited that they're in the summit. Um, any other opportunities that I'm missing for them to promote themselves? No, I think that's typically what we we do. I mean, and with every summit, we always tell people we're open to additional opportunities to promote the speakers because we think that's really important and really crucial because we want them to have like a spotlight shown on them essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think those are the ones that we typically provide people and say like, if you have any other suggestions, we're happy, more than happy to accommodate them. Um, so the next thing we do is give the speakers opportunities to connect with the speakers themselves. So we haven't, well, we will probably be implementing it this time, but um, we haven't yet, but we like to like have, or we would like to have like a networking type session with all the speakers. They can meet each other um, and get to collaborate that way. Um, I know with my last summit, I meant to do that, but just time, time got away from me because it was the beginning of February where I was hosting my summit. And then January is always kind of a crazy month because people are just getting back from the holidays and they're just prepping for 2021 or whatever the new year is that year and things like that. So it was a time got away from me, but that's something I wanted to do as well. Um, I know a lot of my speakers and myself ended up doing clubhouse to promote the summit. So we'd host like a talk about podcast marketing on clubhouse. And then at the end, in the middle, wherever we would direct people to sign up for the summit, which was really, really fun. Um, so that would be kind of fun to do this year too, with our speakers. If we have people who are active clubhouse users, um, that's just something that came, that came to mind right now. That would be fun. Um, but really just like giving each other, we'd like to build like a Facebook group and, the speakers get to see all of each other in that group and they can reach out to each other. Um, like I said, we used club, that's how we made the clubhouse invites and connects there. And we're able to talk about the summit there. Um, so yeah, there's plenty of different ways that you can do things, but I think a Facebook group is really fun and having like kind of like a networking speaker session is really fun too. Um, from there, like I pretty sure I had people that are now, you know, that they met from my summit and they're now friends. So it's kind of fun or like they had seen each other around and then they were both in the summit and they connected. So that's been really, really cool to see those relationships form um, because of, you know, the event that I put on, but that's kind of some things that we do. The speaker Facebook group is a really integral part though, because then we can also provide them with updates there on the promo materials and things like that. So they don't have to like be frantically checking their email, not that they would be, but um, we say like, Hey, here's the promo material. So if they're like scrolling through their Facebook feed and, you know, they can kind of click on those and get started from there instead of having to search through a longer email, if that's something that's more their jam. So that's kind of what we do in terms of um, speaker 
connections. Yeah. And then the last thing we do to wow our speakers is something pretty simple and it doesn't cost you anything extra. And it's just giving them access to your VIP access pass. So what we started doing, it, we have always given everybody access to all of the recordings or, you know, anything like that. So the general VIP access pass, now that we have broken out into two offerings, the VIP access pass and the VIP product power pack, what we do is everybody gets access to the VIP access pass as a speaker. And then if they contribute an item, which I, we didn't actually didn't mention this in the last episode, but if they contributed at, uh, our last episode was all about um, how to get speakers to contribute to your VIP access pass. Um, so product power pack is what we call it for like our bundle. But for the people who contributed a product, they got access to that tier. So that was just like another bonus, but everybody at least gets all the access to the recordings, the transcripts, like the workbook, um, the MP3 files, you know, whatever is in that general offering. And this is just to say a thank you. So they don't have to be like watching during the summit if they don't want to. Um, and our goal is to get this to them a little bit early. So our goal is always to get the the recordings out the Friday before the summit. So anybody who purchases can watch and hopefully promote and get some more people in the door because everything is so awesome. But that is one of the easiest things you can do as a thank you. Um, and we always like to mention that. But besides that, we just think these are several ways that you can really wow your speakers for your virtual summit. Um, most of these I would say actually all of these are pretty easy to, you know, pretty easy to do. And it has a major effect on speakers promoting and showing up and doing what they say they're going to do. And you actually receiving stuff when you need to receive it. And it just helps you stay organized. And we just want to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. And you can find the show notes at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash episode dash 12. And if you are thinking about planning a virtual summit, but you don't know where to start, go snag our summit planning blueprint, which talks about our five P summit planning framework over at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash blueprint. And finally, if you have been enjoying the podcast, we would be so very grateful if you could rate review and subscribe to the virtual summit secrets podcast on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we can't wait to see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share it with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.